Thank you for joining us, everybody. This marks episode four of our podcast, Detesting Mediocrity. Yes, sir. Thank you for joining us today with your host, Landon Hutchins. And Aaron Rivers. Today's topic is friendship. What can you tell me about your friends? Oh. Aaron. All I can tell you is the 10 people you surround yourself around are most likely who you will become. So that's right. There's just uh, there's just saying I forget who says it exactly, but uh, it's show me your friends and I can tell you your future. That is a really good one. Not what I have mine, but, <laughs> but yeah, that is definitely true. Uh, but it goes if there are four lose if there are four losers in a room. Yeah, it will soon be a fifth. Yeah, and for a, the- for a long time, I honestly didn't know what that meant. I was like, you're a part of the circus. Like, this this guy's kind of nowhere. Do they like have kids and like, is this kid a loser? No, you're the loser. You're a loser. I was like, oh, I guess I am a loser. That sucks. I used to be around a lot of the losers. So, hey, we all been there. Well, friendship. Friendship. Um, You know, something that I feel like is deep. It's overrated. Like, people just, you know, they look at their friends, and I feel like they don't value them as much as they should. What do you mean? Like, you know, I feel like we just go throughout life not really paying attention to people, but just too, paying too much attention to ourselves instead of just being, you know, observant. Yes. So there's a book I'm reading right now, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and mm-hmm. one of the... One of the things they say in there is we should listen twice as much as we speak. But they use an example of a carpenter. And a carpenter has the rule of measure twice before you cut. And he uses that as an analogy to play on that idea. And it makes you think. What does that mean? What does that mean? And personally, I think it just means we talk way too much. We talk way too much. And that's true. That's true. And I think if that's not true for you, you're either living under a rock or you're a liar. You're a liar. (laughs) You're definitely a liar. And I would definitely call you out. (laughs) Yeah. And it's hard to see this, this too. Because not only is this really freaking hard to say, who are my friends? Because you think it's plain as day. Mm-hmm. You know, my friends are who I go to lunch with. My friends are who I hang out with. My friends are who I call. Who I work with. Who I work with. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. It's whoever you surround yourself with. We. It, it's not even about friends. It's about your circle. Just your total environment. What you surround yourself around. Because any type of influence can influence you. No matter if it's good or bad. Or you're real close to them or not. Somehow, some way, it has an influence on you. I believe. At that point, it's no longer a group of friends. It's an environment. Mm-hmm. And environments are accustomed to change. They will change. Not well. Only if you. I feel like if you make the change. That is true. And let me let me let me uh, elaborate. elaborate. So <laughs> that's my word. Elaborate. So like. Oh, I know I'm going to get killed for this, but I don't care. <laughs> so, it, like, I moved to Oklahoma, I'll say probably like six, six months ago. 
Um, it was right after I graduated, and I was coming down here for an internship. And at this point, I had just had a big scuffle with the family. I don't know what they was on, and I don't know what I was on, but we just kept bumping heads and not getting along. And at that point, I just got tired of it, and I was ready to make a change. A transition and so the internship was coming up but it hasn't it wasn't yet came up so I had came I had moved down here right wait what was the internship for well the internship was for paradigm show oh yeah well basically yep <laughs> is this a is this a sponsor uh hey Jerry I need some money buddy <laughs> uh. But, uh, yeah, Paradigm Shift, a very great program. You guys should definitely try to get in it. I've heard a lot of good things about them. Oh, trust me. And the boss is awesome. The environment is awesome. Basically, to sum it up, I had to go and facilitate for kids. Talk about that story about going to the the airport. You know what I'm talking about? Oh. Come on. That's a great story. Oh. You can talk about friendship that... That person that helps you out, that's that's a friendship. Yes, alright, alright. So let's say I did I did get the internship and I had to go to these mandatory meetings. And man, I didn't have any money. I was broke. <laughs> like I had went jobless for like four months. And they said I had got accepted through email. But they say I had to go to this mandatory meeting on like three different dates. And I'm like, all right, I don't know how I'm going to get there, <laughs> but God, please help me. So I had wrote down my goals, actually. My uh, mentor at the time, she had told me to write down my goals. And I'm like, bro, what, what does this even have to do with me getting some money? She said, just write it down. I'm like, man, listen, I'm, I'm, I want to see action. How about instead of me writing it down, you write me a check? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? She was making big bank too. <laughs> so I'm like, I want to see the money talk, not the not the pen talk. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> so so <laughs> she told me to write down my goals. And I wrote down that I was going to uh, make all the mandatory meetings. And I was going to be a full internship. So at first they gave me that uh june internship so i was only gonna do it for like a month but to, for the four you get you do two months and by the time it came for the mandatory date to go to the meeting my dad my parents was well crapping so my um my mentor had she went with me to the internship and she helped me out and I had to use a credit card to pay for, let's say, I think my uh, hotel. Yeah, my hotel. And then some for my uh, rent car. And then she paid for my uh, plane ticket. Now, all right, we get we get to the we get to the uh, airport, and we go to the day before, so we won't be rushing. All right, let me just tell you, all hell broke loose. I got. Delay was it four times? Four times, yeah. Four times, four times. I got there from 
11 in the morning and I didn't get to, I got to, I'll say Texas. I was in Houston. I got there at like 10 and then I had to get, I had got to Oklahoma, but I was in Tulsa and I, st- I got there around like 1 and we had to change everything from reservations, from apartments and just rent a car because we didn't land where we were supposed to land. <laughs> so, luckily, that that worked out. And my mentor, she really helped me out. But more of the story is that, you know, it's good to treat people good. Because, you know, they'll be willing to help you out. And, like, me and my mentor, we, we, we like, real close. Like, so, you're, she's not your mentor. She's your friend. Yeah, she's my friend. She's basically. what your friends should be. Exactly. Like when when I was down and out and I was broke, she helped the brother out. <laughs> I, mean, well, I mean, where were all your other friends? I mean, they're probably different. Oh man, even my own parents didn't want to help me. Exactly. My family didn't want to help me. You know, that was laughing at me and my goals. They was they didn't believe in this vision that I had. But you know. It's it's funny, like what God does. He he'll let you chase your dream and show you in the process who for you and who not for you. And sometimes it can be a beautiful process, and sometimes it can be a hell of a painful process, man. Because you know the people that I thought was there and that was gonna help me, it wasn't at all. It wasn't at all what I expected. You know, you expect your dad and your mom to help you out to chase your dream, but not to, like, throw it in your face and be like, you got to pay it back. When, in reality, how the hell am I going to pay it back? (laughs) Come on, now. Use common sense. So, like, the people, like, the people that was there, say, you know, appreciate them. You know, that's what I mean about, like, devaluing or overrated friendships. Man, you you have no idea what people sacrifice just to make you happy or just to do the things that you want them to do. So, you know, when somebody go out the way to help you out, you know, appreciate them. If you haven't talked to your friend in a month or so and you was wondering what they was what they been on, hit them up. You know, hit them up. I feel like we try to burn bridges when it could be prevented. Like, we can leave off on a good note. And, you know, we so caught up in our lives, we don't hit up people. And, like, relationships become tainted because, you know, we so caught up in the outside world. We forget who was there for us when, they were, when it was really tough. So, you know, just reach out and, you know, show your appreciation. And see how you can add value to their lives. You gotta, you gotta really value friendships, cause you know. Let's say when you become successful, right? Well, the way not you, if when exactly. Like there you go. There you, look at that. Look at that, bro. I like that. I like that. Like when you become successful, you you don't wanna, <laughs> you don't want to be there alone. So it's it's very important how you treat the people and like during the process how you what you do to get there. If you step on people and you don't build bonds and friendships with them, 
how do you expect them to help you out in the long run? What's or the point? Or want to hang out with you when you made it? It don't even matter at this point. You stepped on me already. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, yeah, man, just just appreciate. Like, appreciate, appreciate, be grateful. Have that humility. Yeah. Drop your ego. Oh, there we go. Drop like, your like, ego. There you go. Oh, drop that pride. The ego. Man, you know, my, my pride and my ego has... I, it, it has messed up a lot of blessings. It's done more harm to me than it has anything else. Exactly. And I feel like it has done harm to the people that didn't even get to see the, the best version of me. And they probably never will. Exactly. Just because of my pride and my, and my ego. I tell you, it takes a lot to say that you're wrong. It takes a lot. There are some arguments I've had with great mentors great friends where i, I know i'm in the on the wrong i like i i lied to them i i did some crappy thing and they're sitting here calling me out i'm like no that wasn't me i put it, this blame on somebody else right and i i just take a giant crap on that friendship mm. and i'm being so disrespectful and, and because of what because mm. i don't want to be in the wrong mm. at the end of the day what, what's more important you being in the right or maintaining that family, mm. that family. Or maintaining that bond or that bridge, I like to think. I feel like every relationship is a bridge to an opportunity. It is. Oh, it is. And, that hit different. And, you know, <laughs> I, of course, I never really had a, or I didn't have a rough upbringing. Most of my hard times in my life were brought on on myself because of my own choices. Hey, that's the that's the biggest battle you're going to ever have is with yourself. And so. of course, you know, as the years go on, I, I was a I was a <laughs> I was a bad kid growing up, so like a lot <laughs> of a lot of the Same. ways that I was disciplined were pretty rough. So I had a bad <laughs> connotation with discipline. So people were like, "You need to get disciplined." I'm like, "Nah." And of course, grow, growing up more, you know, get, becoming more mature, having more experiences, and being exposed to other people's experiences, I started to see what discipline really was. I started to see other people and how they responded to it. There are there have been people in my life that I've had to just shut down, not necessarily because I wanted to, and in fact, I, I never wanted to at all. I, you know, you can try your best to reach out to somebody. You can give them the tools, the knowledge, the books. I have so many books that people have that I'll never get back because, one, they've probably lost it because they don't care, but also because... I your book. <laughs> but also because people won't do it. I mean, it's like when you read a book, you're like, okay, I read this book, mm-hmm. but, like, what are you going to gain from that, too? And... Likewise, people have to make that choice themselves. You know, going through college or early college and high school, I mean, I had a bunch of friends, a bunch of friends. I did. And, uh, you know, I, I thought that I was cool. I thought I was cool because the people I had surrounded myself with, in all honesty, were, were losers. They, they didn't do anything with their lives. And that's not trying to pick on them or, or, or bully them. It it's it's it just is. the reality. It, it is what it is. And and 
of course, it took me being a loser to realize what it meant to, to, to be a loser, too. And the cool thing for that is, once you realize it... It's like becoming a sheep. You don't realize you're a sheep until you're actually a sheep. Exactly. And you can continue to live that way. Granted, mm-hmm. by that time, it's no longer ignorance. It's by choice. Mm-hmm. And that's the real issue. But, you know, I, I surrounded myself with these people who did nothing worthwhile. And over time, when I started to develop my... I started to develop my character and and I started to find the importance of of establishing these values in my life. People started to dwindle away. I no longer had 30, 40 friends. Mm. I went to 20, went to 10, Ooh. went to this very, very small circle who I can look back on and realize that they didn't necessarily make me who I am, but they held so. me accountable to a degree that I think friends should, real friends should, not cause drama, talk behind your back, allow you to do these self-destructive things. Mm-hmm. That's not a friend, that's an enemy. Mm. That's an enemy. And if you have enemies in your life, it's not your life. Oh, it's theirs. I mean, sometimes you can't control your enemies. Sure you can. Sure you can. I mean, if... Some people hate from afar. That doesn't mean you have to hate them back. Oh, what? That doesn't oh, mean... so they make them an enemy because you hate them back? Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's... We let these friends become our enemies because mm-hmm. we lack the discipline to say enough. It's more harm... Actually, in fact, by cutting them off, what I've learned, by cutting these people off, you not only do this for yourself but you also do a great service for them yeah you give them the space and of course they're going to hate you for it. they're going to call you out they're going to say yeah. nasty things about you and they have and they will it's unavoidable but as david goggins says i would much rather them hate me for saying the truth rather than them love me for what i'm not mm. and to continue to live this unhealthy destructive lifestyle you were in a mess your whole life. Whole life, yeah. It's like a double mask, especially now in COVID. Yeah, so you get a mask on the mask. That's 90% of the world. <laughs> you would hope 100%. <laughs> you say what? So you'd hope everybody's 100% wearing a mask, maintaining that six feet social distance. Oh, you talking about that mask? I was talking about like just... You're talking about both masks. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> talking about both masks, my guy. <laughs> so, so who is it? You know, we're speaking to the audience now. You know, who... Who is it in your life that you would consider your friends? Are they really your friends? What what proof do you have? Are they, are they adding any self-worth to your Ooh. life? Are you adding any self-worth are they trying to, to theirs? Are they trying to help you take it to the next level? Or are they bringing you down? Yeah, like, do they lift you up? Like, Landon, you, man, you one of the greatest guys I know. And I tell Lennon this a lot. Like he he continues to amaze me with his habits, and he pushed me to be a better version of me that I didn't think I could do, like that I could be. So like literally just watching him and the way he lived his life made me change some of my habits, and that I'm currently working on to be a better version of me. So, but hey, likewise, my guy, you push me in limits, or you push me in ways that. I never had thought that I would have pushed myself. And that's the crazy thing, too. Someone will come into your life that you never would have expected, Mm -hmm. and they challenge you in a way that 
you never would have thought you would have been challenged. Mm. <laughs> so, hey, and it's a beautiful thing when you had that. It's that old saying, it is quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, actually when I met Landon, I knew that we was gonna that he was gonna be in my life for a specific reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were we were at our <laughs> Bible study <laughs> and I was about to I forget Baxter for some reason, our small group leader. Yeah. He was like, Yeah, Lynn runs ultra marathons and I was like yeah, I was like, Why? Why, why, why? And I'd actually for I've I'd always wanted to say this because when people would ask me, I'd be like, Oh, you know, yeah. I just give him some long, lengthy explanation. But then I remember hearing David Goggins say, you know, did test mediocrity. And I was like, I'm just gonna wait for the opportunity. So he said it and I was like, I'm gonna use it. So I said, you know, they said, Why are you doing this? I said, To detest mediocrity. I looked over at you, looked over at me. I just knew. Because nobody knows what that means. Nobody knows what that means. Not really. Or not enough people. I did not ask you what it was. Maybe you did. Somebody asked me what it was. I think I did. Yeah. I was like, what that mean? But you know, that's how you find out. Ask that question. Exactly. And now we got us. Now we got us. We're on the podcast talking to you guys. Talking to you guys. But that's about all the time we have today, guys. Speaking of great friends, Mm -hmm. if you haven't been able to notice, we have way better sound quality because one of our friends, Dylan Craft, decided to bless us. To bless us by his own choice and volunteer to give us his MacBook Pro and this awesome mic. Yes. So we appreciate that, Dylan. Shout out to you. Um, But again, audience, thank you for joining us and yep. giving us your time which is the most valuable thing that you can have yes sir but these are your hosts landon hutchins and aaron rivers and, and we, we are, are detesting, detesting mediocrity, mediocrity.